The Mind Aware 64. We're redefining who we are and how we're supposed to live. That little four-step transition transitions the inner critic into an inner coach. I really believe that it was that excitement and that passion and that, that drive that I had that kept me going. Oh my God, I love it here. Hey there, Brain Trainers. This is Dana Wild, and welcome to the Mind Aware Show, where we reveal the hottest tips on mindset, wealth, and more. Start your day with the Mind Aware, and now you're ready to rock. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. You know, how many times, and I bet right now a lot of you out there, you're probably working normal, regular jobs, because that's what we do, right? We learn how to do that in this culture. We, I know myself anyway, get out of school, you go get a job, you work a normal job, and being an entrepreneur isn't really something that people think of. I mean, it's getting more and more popular now, so we're living in a really lucky culture. Well, I'll tell you what, I have a really interesting topic for everybody today. I'm going to be talking with Susan Eda Peterson. She is the founder of Choose Joy Today. But here's why this is such a fun interview for me today. Susan is one of the people who I met many, many years ago, and we've been friends this whole time. So imagine 25 years ago, actually a little bit more than that now, here I am, a young, bright-eyed 23-year-old walking into Creative Memories corporate office, and I end up working for Susan, who is goes on to be the vice president of this huge corporation because we all know Creative Memories grew so big. But when we started out, it was just a tiny little corporation, six people nationwide selling Creative Memories products. So anyway, it's been a fun process for me knowing Susan because we have gone from working in corporate world together to both of us ultimately going out and starting our own businesses. And Susan retired. Susan, uh, first of all, let me say welcome. Hi, Susan. Hey, Dana. <laughs> Glad so, to be here. Susan, good to have you here. So tell me something. What year was it that you retired? Was it 2007? It was 2007. I thought it was 2007. I remember because I was there hearing your speech. And then you founded Choose Joy Today. And so let me ask you something. When you made that shift from retirement, did you think you were just going to actually really, quote, unquote, retire? Or did you always kind of have the intention that you might do something else or start your own business? You know, Dana, I, I don't know what I was thinking at the time, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I think I always had in the back of my mind I was going to be an independent and just go out. My goal has always been to empower women and to scatter joy. So I guess I did well, have that in mind. I just didn't know what form it would take. Well, that's it. And so you've got so many different irons in the fire. You do so many different things, whether it be speaking. And I know now your first book is going to be coming out. And you've been doing workshops where you really help people gain clarity around their dreams. So when you were doing this for yourself, what do you think is the most important thing that somebody can do when they're making a decision to make a really big life shift? So they're choosing to do something different. They're choosing to step out from who they've always been in the past. What do you think is the best thing somebody can do when they're taking that process? I think three things come to my mind. Think about what you love doing. 
the things that you're so passionate about that you're unstoppable while you're doing those kinds of things. The second thing is the things that you do well or that you can learn to do well. And the third is where those two meet up with marketplace. You know, where's the need, what's your audience, that kind of a thing. Right, right. So do what you love. What do you do well? And probably when it comes to what do you do well, probably do it so well you don't even realize you're good at it is what I'm guessing. Would oh, you say that's so true? true, you know, and I always talk about it like grandma at the soup pot. Grandma, how do you make that soup? It's so wonderful. Well, a pinch of this, a pinch of that, season to taste and cook as long as you want to to make it taste good. Well, it's not helpful, right, because you don't have a recipe for it. But when you are in your gift, when you are operating out of your gift and your passion, that's how it is. You can't label it. You don't even know how to describe it. It's just kind of an internal thing. So what would you say to those people there retiring? Because you worked for a long time at Creative Memories. You did the full tour, right? And so now there are probably people out there who are hearing this right now, and they're retiring or they're thinking they're going to go into their next stage of their life. And what do you say to people who feel like, oh, I'm too old to start anything now? It's almost the same answer as to the last question. I'll always, always go back to this. Do what feels good to you. Do the things that just make you excited and that you're passionate about and that you just love doing, period. Yeah. At retirement age, it might be volunteer work. It might be starting your own business. It might be working with or for somebody else. It doesn't matter as long as you're doing the things that really make your juices flow. I've heard you often say, does it make give you a pit in your stomach or a song in your heart? Is that right? Does it feel like joy in your heart or a pit in your stomach? Yeah, that's it. And when you answer that that question, you know whether to go forward or whether to just go back and kind of take a look at things, reassess, question, those kinds of things. So as you were doing this path, because now we're many years down the road, and I think you, like many entrepreneurs, most of us, I think, we kind of fall into what we're doing. You teach a lot of the same things I teach with regards to choosing joy and feeling good, and it's easy to teach it, and it's easy to talk about being intentional, but the reality is sometimes we're just here and we go, oh, my gosh, I ended up following this path, and I wasn't intentional about it, but it's been a great path, and I'm on it now, and here I am, and it's like a snowball effect. And and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but this is my own experience. And so I'm wondering is as you've been doing this or as it's kind of been unfolding for you, have you had doubts about it along your pathway? Not doubts, questions and kind of assessments. Am I going in the right direction? Am I doing the right thing? And I always go back to that. Does it feel like joy in my heart? Does it feel like a pit in my stomach? And that's what determines whether I go forward or whether I go back and just think it through a little more. Did you find that you knew how it was going to unfold, or was it more of a process of kind of just letting things unfold? I try to be purposeful, but I try to stay out of my own way as well. You know, So I do the intention setting, and I do the visioning. I do all the mantras and all of those kinds of things, but I also just trust. I also really, really try to just trust and go with opportunities that come before me, just kind of going with the flow. Not always easy. Not always easy. But that's what I try to do. I've got to totally repeat that. Do the mantras, do the intention setting, but then trust. I mean, that is, you totally nailed it. That's right on the bat because 
sometimes you just end up in places and you're like, oh my gosh, how did I get here? But it feels right. You know that it's there. And I guess in my world, and maybe this is in your world too, sometimes you end up in places where it's better than you could have ever imagined. Well, that's just exactly right. That God and the universe have sometimes bigger, bolder, brighter, better things in store for you if you don't get in your own way, you know, if you just trust. So tell me something. What do you mean by that phrase, get in your own way? Trying to control everything, trying to make things perfect, trying to make all the decisions right down to the detail and then get rigid about them. You know, I said I was going to do this, I said I was going to do that and be so determined to do it that you can't go with the flow. I love what Abraham Hicks says is just take your oars out of the water. That has been such a strong analogy for me. And so get in that boat, go downstream, and take your oars out of the water and see where it will take you. Yeah, isn't that a strong analogy? I couldn't agree more. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Susan Eda Peterson from Choose Joy Today. And she really gets out there and she teaches people how to have more joy in their hearts. And sit tight. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to ask Susan for her best tip on how you can start implementing these techniques today. How can you start feeling better Right now, as soon as you're done listening to this, we'll find out in just a second. What do you want to accomplish? More money? Building a team? Losing weight? Or maybe you just want to finally get around to cleaning those closets you've been thinking about. Well, the six-week intentional action courses are starting now. Go to DanaWild.com slash action. Join Dana Wild as she leads you and a group of other action takers through six weeks of support and action. That's DanaWild.com slash action. Complete three concrete goals over a six-week period. Imagine, at the end of six weeks, being able to look back at your accomplishments. Join now at DanaWild.com slash action and get ready to take intentional action toward your goals. Hi, this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Susan Eda Peterson from Choose Joy Today. This is such a fun interview for me because I've known Susan for such a long time. And actually, I'm going to tell you a little personal story that I know you'll appreciate. I was 23 years old. I was working for Creative Memories with Susan. She was my boss. We were like the only two employees in the company. So I tell you how long ago it was. And she would walk around, she'd introduce me to other people in the sister company, kind of the extension of the company, and she'd introduce me and she'd say, this is Dana, she's brilliant. And then yada, 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 what I was going to do and this type of thing. And then she'd bring me to the next person, she'd go, here's Dana, and she's brilliant. <laughs> I just, I'm 23, of course, I, I don't think I fully appreciated it as much as I do now, but what happened was I really actually was brilliant. Like I thought of some really good things for the company and implemented my job really well, but that's how to be a leader. You know, if you're a leader out there, tell your people that they're brilliant. Expect brilliance from them because they'll step up and they'll be brilliant. So Susan's here and she's talking with us about how to choose joy, how to live life to the fullest, how to make that transition, especially some of you who are maybe working regular, normal, quote-unquote, jobs, and you really want to ease out into the world, find your own way, find your passion and how to do it. And so, Susan, let's talk about that for a second. Right now, let's say somebody's listening to this and they say, oh, yeah, well, that sounds good. That sounds easy for you. Oh, just choose joy or just do what feels good. But what can I do right now? I'm busy. I'm overwhelmed. I have so much stuff going on in my life. I mean, what would you tell that person listening today? 
Oh, boy. You know, I am such a fan of morning quiet time. And I know others on your um, program have talked about this, Pat. It just sets the tone for the whole day. So if you want to choose joy and you want to experience joy, you have to intend joy. Intend joy. I try to do this every morning, but don't always succeed. But I would say three to four days a week for sure. I get up in the morning and I make this appointment with myself that I hold and honor just like I would a doctor's appointment or whatever else. I'll build a fire or I'll light a candle, put on some nice music, a hot cup of coffee, and I just take this so seriously. I take three deep breaths and start journaling. That's the biggest part of my quiet time. In fact, I just want to share something that pulled out my journal. And I wrote my sort of vision 2016. Can I just read you what I wrote real quick? Oh, yeah. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Here's what I bulleted this morning. Vision 2016. I am leaning forward, eager for the new year. I am full of vitality, mind, body, and spirit. My business is prospering and impacting others, especially women. And then I wrote three definitions of where I am and where I want to be. And it's a little bit Abraham-based. I love who I am, and I'm ready to grow. I appreciate what I have, and I'm eager for more. I am blessed by what I get to do. <laughs> makes me emotional. I am blessed by what I get to do, and I'm open to all opportunities. It's that distance from where I am today to where I want to be is just so key for me to focus on. And then I just wrote, I choose joy. I bless others, I trust. And that's my vision for 2016, and I have it on the inside of my journal so I can look at every time I need to. Oh, I love that. We love that, don't we, brain trainers? Happy where we are and ready for more. That is awesome. And I love the words that you picked about moving into the new year and your intention. And think of the power behind that, everybody. Imagine sitting down, like Susan says, with morning quiet time, just sitting down, being very intentional about it, taking it very seriously, three to four days a week. And it doesn't have to be a long time, right? Susan, you're talking you can even take 15 to 30 minutes, right? Oh, you can do it in 15 minutes, in 10 minutes if you need to. But then give yourself a luxury of doing a half an hour or 45 minutes when you have it. Right, right. Doesn't that just sound luscious? Don't you all just want to do that right now? (laughs) That sounds so great. (laughs) I love it, Susan. I know, exactly. You can do it right now. And so do you have any parting advice for our listeners before we go? Well, I just have a second practice, and this is a great time to talk about it, is choosing a word of the year. I call it the one-word vision, and it's similar to your mantras. It has to be positive. You have to feel it in your heart, all of those kinds of things. But you pick a word that reflects what you want, either in your business or your personal life or both. Some common words are joy is a big one, growth, success, peace, all of those kinds of things, but something that resonates for you that you want to remind yourself of as you live out this next year. I'm just such a big fan of that one. And it's fun. It is fun. And if you have a team or if you have a a team or a staff, share it with them. Have them come up with a word as well. And um, you've just got such lively, joyful conversation around that for a while. It's a wonderful exercise. It is a wonderful exercise. And you can get a little plaque, put it in your office, remember what your word is. I mean, it's such a good little grounding point, like a touchstone for the year. I love that tip. Thank you, Susan. Susan, it's so awesome to have you here. You know, we've done it before. We could talk for hours, but 
<laughs> what do we got to do? <laughs> we just got to say goodbye. Thank you so much. Have a joyful New Year. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for being here. Did you hear what Susan said? Isn't this such a good idea? It's so easy. You can step out, whether you're transitioning from a job, whether you're transitioning from just making a life change, or maybe you're starting something new or you're ending something, whatever it is, follow her advice. You can do what you love. I mean, figure out what it is. Is it a pit in your stomach or is it a song in your heart? Do what you do well. Be willing to learn how. How does it meet the marketplace if you're going into business? Do what feels good. Follow your heart. That's the easiest way. Do those mantras. Do that intention setting. Ask those right questions. Don't feel like you have to control everything. You don't have to control every little thing and be rigid. Allow. Get those oars out of the water and then take that time to be intentional. And the best way to do that is through that morning quiet time. Sit down. Give yourself the gift a few times a week. 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes. Do what you can to get intentional about your life. Pick that word of the year. You can do it right now. There's plenty of time, and you can start right now. We'll see you next time on the Mind Aware Show. You know that warm, homey feel, something that makes people feel good. To remind you to set your intention. And then we have money. Thank you. It just goes to show you, you never know. Well, there I learned something new. Oh, my God, I love it here. That will put you on the map. This is Dana Wilde, your host, asking you to keep your mind aware, and we'll see you next time.